This is fucking pathetic. You, you, sit back, okay, everybody? I just saw some of the most pathetic bullshit I've ever seen in my beautiful life. And I told y'all, I told y'all. <laughs> you know, guys, I've, you know, when I do research, and I want to tell you guys, I look up the best authors of all time. I want to tell y'all, y'all are from the city of San Diego. It's not George Orwell. It's not James Joyce. It's not Ernest Hemingway. It's not Jane Austen. It's not Charles Dickens, J.K. Rowling, Dr. Seuss, Mark Twain, F. Scott Fitzgerald, Fedor Dosedevsky, not even William Shakespeare can script the way this team loses baseball games. It's a joke! Cursed! I'm aging! I'm done! And I just have a new person, a new neighbor who just moved in and she's going to hate me. I'm sick of this shit! The one night the Dodgers lose, we had a chance! I'm speechless! Guys, I'm telling you, you guys, I have so many other annoying fucking fans who try and come up to me and say, Borna Hog, our fan base is worse. No, 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 no. You never understand what it's like to be a San Diego Padre fan. I promise you, you never know. There's no, you cannot script the way this team loses baseball games. You can't script it. And by the way, everybody, I've been getting so much crow all year long about the Luis Garcia saying, you know what? I was slandering him since the beginning saying, stop looking at the numbers. Stop looking at the numbers. Stop. Watch the game. It's never clean. How are y'all not mad right now? For those saying relax, no. Expect better. Demand more. We go through this every single year. This team was up 6-0 in the seventh. And not only, we're going to get into Bob Melvin tonight. It's time to hold Bob accountable tonight for his actions. Bob Melvin lost his team to baseball game. I'm going to get into donations in a little bit, Matthew. Thank you for your donation. Bob Melvin lost his team to this baseball game. And Luis Garcia, holy dog shit. Dog shit. And I'm telling you right now. There are some sick people on Twitter. No, I'm pissed off, ADHD. I don't want to hear it. There are some people on Twitter who try and bring me down, and I was saying it all along. Stop looking at this guy's FIP. Watch the game. It's never clean. He's erratic. He's wild. And what do you know? And what do you know? It continues. It continues to bite him. By the way, Eric Hosmer, what the fuck were you doing? <laughs> Alright guys, let's queue it up one more time. It was a cold winter day in 1602 and William Shakespeare came to play. 
His headline of the new play, Othello, starred Bob Melvin, Eric Hosmer, Luis Garcia, and even this genius wizard of a writer couldn't fucking script how the Padres are losing baseball games. I, I'm, I'm in utter disbelief right now. This is the worst loss of the year. Let's talk about the Eric Hosmer play real quick to end the game. What is this guy doing? Go to first base. Or if you don't think you have a play at first base, just hold the ball. You're throwing to second. It's going to allow the runner to go home. What are you doing, Eric Hosmer? Christian Walker is super slow. What is Eric Hosmer doing? Number one. Number two. Number two. I want to talk about Bob Melvin tonight. We slandered Jace Tingler for giving too much of a short leash to his starters. Bob Melvin, your leashes are a little too long for your starters. Just a little bit too long for your starters. Sean Manaya should not have been in that ball game much longer. He had that walk. He had the base hit. And then he had a walk. And then he kept in Sean Manaya until another double. I don't know. Before we get into Abrams, we shouldn't have been to that point. Bob Melvin is the primary reason why the San Diego Padres lost this game tonight. He had way too much conviction and gave way too many long leashes. Not just, okay, not just to Sean Manaya, who was fantastic tonight, but to Luis Garcia. To Luis Garcia. By the way, everybody, to those who are blaming C.J. Abrams on that Eric Hosmer play, I don't know what to tell you anymore. Stop it. Eric Hosmer is putting Abrams in an awful position. He's shielding him from the runner. He's throwing it at an angle. Stop it. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Eric Hosmer went full idiot mode. I mean idiot mode. Oh my God. I can't believe we lost this game. But it's my job when I talk to y'all that we discuss honesty and 110% Bob Melvin sold tonight for the San Diego Padres. Sean and I was at 107 in pitches. You had runners on first and second, nobody on the seventh, and you're leaving Manaya in the game? What? It makes no sense. I tweeted as it happened. Why is this leash so long? Oh my God, this is the worst loss of the season. Holy shit, this is the worst loss of the season. This is the shittiest loss of the season. I cannot believe what happened tonight, Padres fans. Where's everybody tuning in from? We got so much to discuss on tonight's post-game show. I literally cannot believe my eyes right now. What's going on right now, everybody? I, I literally cannot believe it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. How's everybody doing, man? This is awful. Again, everybody, go follow me on Instagram at the Hogwatch. We're going to get into this game recap right now. Go ahead and shoot me a follow there and on Apple Podcasts. I'm so pissed off right now. 
Make sure you all subscribe to the channel. We're locking in on the Padres Hogwatch postgame show. Matthew with the $5 holler says, LOL, you're funny, bro. Bomel screwed us by leaving Sean the game. He 100% did, man. Thank you for your donation. But we take a look at this game. Luis Garcia, two earns, a third of an inning, inherits Tim Hill's runners. I'm depressed right now. I'm depressed right now, Padres fans. I I'm just incredibly depressed right now. You know, oh my God. Where do we start? Guys, look at the box score. We were up 6-0 to zero in the bottom of the seventh inning. And the key moment of this baseball game, the key moment of this baseball game, it wasn't the bullpen. It was Bob Melvin. Runners on first and second. He kept on leaving Sean Manaya in the baseball game. Manaya ended up throwing 112 pitches. He didn't take him out. He didn't take him out. And Bob Melvin, we lit up Jace Ting last year. Bob Melvin, we are lighting you up tonight. You managed a horrific game for the San Diego Potters. And Bob Melvin's a fantastic skipper. He caused this team to lose tonight. Probably the first or second time Bob Melvin has thrown the game for the Potters this year. Whereas last game, last year was probably 15 games for Jace Tingler. So take that with a grain of salt. We're going to talk about Jay Cronenworth, the dude slumping once again. But it's not even the offense tonight. It's the management and it's Luis Garcia. Now, time for me to talk about Luis Garcia again. If you're new to the channel, I hope you subscribe, smash the like button, and lock in, baby. We have a lot to discuss on the Padres Hogwatch postgame show. Now, I sent out a tweet. I was a little aggressive, and I was a little upset at the time, but I said to all those people, and I'm talking hundreds of people on Twitter who slandered me about Luis Garcia, I said, respectively, go fuck yourself. I was seeing tweets saying, Hog, you know nothing about baseball. You're an idiot. You know, people are going to say that when you be develop more of a platform. But I kept telling you all. Guys, I kept telling you all. I tried to tell you all something. I said, listen, it's not just the numbers with Garcia. Watch the game. He's always wild. It's rarely one, two, three innings. And he's able to get out of jams because he has such electric stuff. But when you finally saw it tonight and you've been seeing his vulnerabilities as of late, I know he had two clean innings last few nights. I do not trust this guy to beat a setup man for the Padres. And now tonight, and finally, now tonight, you see everybody on Twitter saying, I don't know if I trust this guy as our setup guy. Guys, I've literally been saying it all year long, yet people heckle me the entire time. I'm going to pull my hair out. Guys, I've been saying it all year long. Go to my Twitter. The receipts are there. I've been saying this about Luis Garcia all year long. He has amazing stuff. The sinker's nasty. The splitter's great. He's too wild for my liking to be the setup guy for the San Diego Padres. I've probably said it a hundred times on Twitter, yet every single person says now they're going to start saying it tonight. I don't know what to tell y'all. I keep trying to push it. I keep trying to tell you guys, just listen to me, please. Stop looking at the numbers. Watch the game. Just watch the game. Now, it is Bob Melvin's fault, okay? It is Bob Melvin's fault for leaving him in to fail for that long. Again. Let's get into the Eric Hosmer play now. I have no idea what he was thinking. 
It was kind of a cherry on top to recap the night. But the story of the night, it really shouldn't be Eric Hosmer. It really shouldn't be Eric Hosmer. But here's the Eric Hosmer play to really wrap it up. And the Arizona Diamondbacks win in dramatic fashion. And Dodgers fans are celebrating at Puncake. What is he doing here? Take a look. Right here at this moment. At, at this moment. Okay? Let's break this down. At this moment, Eric Hosmer, he has the ball in his glove. Christian Walker is not even halfway to first base. He's not even halfway to first base. Whereas Cattell Marte is 60% already to second base. Eric Hosmer's like, eh, Cattell Marte is faster, Christian Walker's slower, but fuck it. I want to throw to second base. I am so sick of this dude. I'm fucking sick of it. And he's like, you know what? Actually, I'm going to make this an impossible catch for CJ. Take a look. For those saying that CJ Abrams is at fault here, just take a look at this picture. And that's all I'm going to tell you. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. He makes an awful throw. That's the baseball game. The runner slides. The game is over. Eric Hosmer has no idea what he's doing. And this is just an absolutely horrific loss for the San Diego Padres. You take a look at it again right here. Eric Hosmer has the ball in his glove at this moment. Look. Oh, my goodness. He has the ball in his glove at, at, th okay, at this moment. Look where Christian Walker is. What is he thinking? I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Jorge says, this game shows we don't know how to win yet. Playoff teams know how to win. Jorge, thank you so much for the $5 holla. Listen, I don't know if we're going to say that yet, but the team has lost four out of their last five games. They're trending down the, in the wrong direction. Again, everybody, if you're new to the channel, my name is Borna A.K. Hogg. I talk about the San Diego Padres after every single San Diego Padres game. We have post-game live stream shows recapping every single San Diego Padres game. Welcome to the post-game live stream show. I'm your host, Borna A.K. Hogg. Make sure you smash the like button. This is brought to you by BetOnline.ag, your number one source for all betting needs. We're going to hear from Padres skipper Bob Melvin on the San Diego Padres Hogwatch post-game show. And I can't even lock in for tomorrow's game. I'm pissed off. I'm so pissed off. So everybody... What's your concern level right now with the San Diego Padres? One being not at all, 10 being hog. I'm shitting myself. Again, it ain't J.K. Rowling, everybody. It ain't F. Scott Fitzgerald. It ain't Emerson. Not even William Shakespeare can script the way the San Diego Padres lost this game tonight. I am lost for words right now. I mean, I am lost for words right now. And I'm telling y'all, I don't want to do this victory lap too long, but I kept telling y'all about Luis Garcia, and tonight, everybody, I don't make my victory laps too long, but tonight, I'm 100% taking my victory lap on Luis Garcia, and I told you so. 
I told you so. Make sure you guys consider joining the San Diego Padres Hogwatch YouTube membership. Hit the join button next to the subscribe button for perks. We're going to start the exclusive live streams and videos starting in July. Make sure you guys, make sure you subscribe and consider joining the San Diego Padres Hogwatch YouTube membership by hitting the join button for emojis. For a lot of different things. Guys, we have a lot of hog washes to get into tonight. So all my YouTube members, let's get some hog washes in the chat, everybody. And you guys want to get started with that? So. So. I want to give three hog wash awards tonight. And to be quite frank with you, I didn't update one of them because it happened at the final play of the game. You guys are freaking out over nothing? All right, James, that's the sentiment of San Diego's had the whole history of their sports franchises. My job's to overreact. Am I going to freak out and say this team's absolutely toast? Absolutely not. Let's get some hogwashes in the chat and start it going. All right, everybody, here's the situation. Your first hogwash of the night. And this hogwash is your first hogwash of 2022 for this guy. It ain't somebody who's a player. It's not a player for the San Diego Padres. It's three-time AL Manager of the Year and skipper. And skipper for the Padres, Bob Melvin. Yeah, you heard me. Bob Melvin is the San Diego Padres hogwash, hogwash of the night. There's your first one. Bob Melvin had an awful managed game for the San Diego Padres tonight. Whether from Mania mismanagement to bullpen mismanagement to an awful pinch hit situation. I know it's lefty on lefty, but why are you pinch hitting a Zokar over Nomar Mazzara who just earlier in the game had a two-run blast to get the scoring open for the San Diego Padres? Bob Melvin is 110% your hogwash of the night, and I 110% hopes he owns up to it in the Padres hogwash postgame presser, which I hopefully we're going to hear from from the beat reporters hopefully we're going to hear from bob melvin on the post game show tonight unbelievable unbelievable so it's a situation everybody it's a situation everybody and again sky put the link please join the san diego padres hogwash discord with tons of us probably 40 of us were in the voice channel tonight so you know we were all talking about this game as it happened and this one was an absolute heart attack for the san diego padres but again your first hogwash of the night is none other than bob melvin of the san diego padres listen i ain't gonna give the skipper too much crow but he managed the game poorly he made three crucial mistakes first of all leaving shamanai in the game i was totally okay having shamanai come into the game in the seventh inning you know he had 100 plus pitches he had 105 he inherits the runner on first and second and then he had the other at bat he should have never had that other at bat which allowed the two rbi double and at that point it was too late the downbacks were back in the game and bob melvin made a key error by leaving that leash way too long that's the first thing the second thing the luis garcia play there was a moment in the game when Luis Garcia came in that seventh inning. It looked very good. He was able to get that first pitch out. You obviously have to bring him back later in the game. And what happens is that he, the dude literally could not throw a strike. Luis Garcia could not throw a strike for his life. And for some reason, some while, some way, Bob Melvin decided to leave Luis Garcia in the game. Bob Melvin decided to leave Luis Garcia in the game. I don't, guys, I don't know why he had the leashes so much tonight. I mean, the leashes were insane. And then, people aren't going to talk about this with Bob Melvin tonight, but I don't know why he was pinch hitting, and people are going to say it came from above, 
but I don't know why he was pinch hitting Ozokar over over Mazzara, who literally just hit a two-run blast earlier in that game. So that also didn't make sense. But 100%, he lost his control, and Bob Melvin had to recognize that early related to Luis Garcia. And listen, I'm not going to scoreboard watch. It's, it's June, but I'm going to scoreboard watch. And listen, people say you're immature. It's June. Stop scoreboarding watching. I'm a fan. This is the Dodgers lose tonight. This was a win. We were going to be half a game back. We could have went into the series in first place in the NL West. It sucks. By the way, you lose Jorge Alfaro to injury. We're going to get into that later in the San Diego Padres hogwash postgame show. Now, your next hogwash of the night. Let's get some hogwashes again in the chat, everybody. I want to see everybody spam the hogwashes of the night. Don't worry. We're going to get into our top hogs as well. We have so much to discuss on the Padres Hogwash postgame show, and I want to see if anyone else wants to join the stream to discuss this game. Your next hogwash of the night, none other than Luis Garcia. And he's a tough one to crack because where do you stand on Luis Garcia, Padres fans? Do you trust, and make sure you guys smash the like button on this stream, but do you guys trust Luis Garcia to be a closer, excuse me, a setup man for the San Diego Padres? That's the biggest question. A lot of y'all may look at his numbers. A lot of y'all may look at his situation and be like, Hog, what are you talking about? The FIP is great. The BABIP's been unlucky. The sinker's 101 in cheese. He throws a splitter that hits 91-92. No doubt about it, Luis Garcia is the setup man. But I'm sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired of, it's not the talent. I'm sick and tired of the inconsistency related to Luis Garcia. And when you're talking about a bonafide setup man who can bridge the gap from your starter, hopefully going seven, to your closer, Rodgers, who was fantastic, ran into a little bit of issue in the ninth, in the ninth, you need to have a fantastic setup man. I always talk about it with the New York Yankees. Take a look at what Dylan Batances did for Andrew Miller with some of those good Yankees teams. Batances was almost as much, if not more, nails than Andrew Miller, for example. Don't get me wrong. I ain't questioning the talent. I'm questioning the consistency. The consistency. And when you talk about a team like this, when you talk about a game like tonight, it's got to be important. And there's going to be nights, okay? There's going to be nights where Luis Garcia looks absolutely dominant. I mean, dominant. But tonight, he looked anything but. Okay? He looked anything but. And your last hogwash of the night. I was going to talk and just award two hogwashes of the night. But your third and final hogwash of the night goes to none other than Eric Hosmer. Eric Hosmer actually had a few hits tonight for the San Diego Padres. But that boneheaded, stupid, idiotic, disheartening play in the ninth inning. Oh my goodness, that deserves seven hogwashes. I have never seen a lower IQ baseball player come from Eric Hosmer, and that is saying a lot. This picture 
tells a thousand words. Look where Christian Walker is when Eric Hosmer gets the ball. What is he thinking? It's actually unbelievable. I have not seen a more idiotic play like that in a long, and I'll say it one more time, a long, long time. That was trash. That was disheartening. Let's get some more adjectives in the chat, everybody. That was pathetic. Gross. Oh, my God. I just cannot believe that I saw that. I can't believe that I saw that. Here are your updated top hog hogwash standings of the night. I gave a top hog to Sean Manaya. I also gave a top hog to Jorge Alfaro, who were both great tonight. We're going to get into the Alfaro injury in a second. I did not update Eric Hosmer. He should have an aggregate score of two, actually, because of how awful that play was to end the game. I didn't have time to do so. But your top hogs of the night are Jorge Alfaro and Sean Manaya. Your hogwashes are skipper Bob Melvin, his first of the year, Luis Garcia, and none other than Eric Hosmer. Now, everybody, I hope we're able to hear from Bob Melvin on the San Diego Padres Hogwatch postgame show. Guys, how are you feeling right now? Just disgusting. We have skipper Bob Melvin right now. Here it is, everybody. Y'all want to hear the skipper? I know I do. Let me know. Let me know if you guys want to get some skippers in the chat. We're going to hear from Bob Melvin on the San Diego Padres Hogwatch postgame show in roughly 20 seconds. Bob, I'm sure, has a lot to say after tonight's brutal, brutal loss to the Arizona Diamondbacks chat. I think we could be cursed. I think we could be cursed in Chase Field. It hasn't seemed like the Padres' best friend. Let's hear from Padres skipper Bob Melvin. Here recently, day before the off day, too. So, you know, especially as well as Sean was pitching, too. I mean, it's uh, you go through some stretches where you lose some tough games. But, uh, you know, obviously the day before yesterday was tough. Today, even tougher. Can you take us through the pitching decisions of the eighth? With like leaving Garcia in a little... Well, I, look, I Yes, mean, great question. Why did you leave him in too long? And he's, he's got the right-handers up right there. He's been our eighth-inning guy. Uh, I, I really don't want to have to go to Rodgers that early in the game, you know, in the, in the eighth inning like that, maybe with for four outs, uh, but had to at that point in time. So, you know, he got us through that inning. Um, we just couldn't score in the next inning. We had an opportunity. How's Alfaro? Is, is his knee okay? Yeah, his right knee inflammation... I, had a little bit the other day. He felt good coming into today's. There it is, everybody. Confirmed right knee inflammation for Alfaro. We're listening to Padres skipper Bob Melvin on the San Diego Padres Hogwatch postgame show. Brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Remember, the San Diego Padres suffer their worst and lowliest loss of the 2022 campaign. Cody says with his $2 holla, we having fun in that Hogwatch Discord. Join now. Yes, sir, everybody. I'll put, I just put the link to the San Diego Padres Hogwatch Discord. I'll put my personalized invite link, guys. Really consider joining the San Diego Padres Hogwatch Discord. It is absolutely free to join. Not like me shamelessly promoting my membership, but join the Discord. I put the link pinned on top of the chat again. We're listening to Padres skipper Bob Melvin on the San Diego Padres Hogwatch postgame show. Oh, my goodness. This loss was just so brutal. Good coming into today's game when he went, you know, he went and checked on him. He came back out, went in the game. He said he was fine, and then it stiffened up as the game went along. He's going to be out uh, day-to-day? I have or? no idea. We'll see how he is tomorrow. Nola's catching tomorrow anyway. Okay. Manaya 
staying in in the seventh. What happened later in the game? Is that a part of the reason why? Well, I mean, really, the the, the first two innings are the ones that he threw the most pitches in. Uh, he was rolling along pretty good. I, if I could do it over again, I'd probably take him out after the second hitter in the inning, not the third. Okay. Did you feel at all like, hey, I got a, you had an off day yesterday, I know, but was the bullpen at all short? No, no, no I just thought he was rolling. Okay. Yeah, thought he was pitching well. Okay, I understand that. Again, let's talk about that real quick. I understand Sean Mania was pitching well. And of course he should go back into the seventh inning. You can give your bullpen another inning off. He comes in. He allows a base hit. Okay? Now at that point, you're up 6-0. You can have a long leash with Sean Mania, right? He has at 100-something pitches. We're out of situation right now, right? We're out of situation right now where you have a runner on first, nobody out. Do you leave him in the game? Okay, that's where it comes to my mind. When once Manaya allowed that base hit, I was like, should he stay in the game? That's what I thought. Next batter, Manaya cannot find the zone. He walks another hitter. At that point, at that point, it's a no-brainer. It's an absolute no-brainer. Yet Manaya keeps him in the game. I mean, M- Melvin keeps him in the game and then allows the two runs. That's where it made absolutely no sense. Wow, five games lost after leading in the eighth. That's huge. My bad, everybody. My bad. I lost my. I. I. I don't know. I. I. I thought I was playing Bob Melvin. You guys couldn't hear it. Let's listen to the end of Bob Melvin. Just, my I'm bad. Impressed to have you been with Sean's consistency and just what he's done this year. Yeah, he's been. He's been out there in the sixth and seventh inning almost every game this year, less a couple. So he's been a, a huge addition for us. Offensively, did you guys think you had a chance? Did you think that there was a few chances after that fifth inning to get some? Well, there's always chances. You get a man on third with less than two outs, but but still, you know, at that we felt like we should have had that game wrapped up a little bit earlier. We just didn't. And now it's tough, right? Because you got to throw this one away, Chad. Again, we listen to Bob Melvin on the Padres Hogwatch post game show. This one's tough. You got a twelve forty game tomorrow. You got to wake up early and really bounce back. You got Madison Bumgarner, Mike Clevenger. Same matchups when we swept them on Wednesday about a week ago. A week ago. Seriously, guys. Here's the situation, right? You need to win tomorrow. You need to win tomorrow. You got Clevenger versus Bumgarner. This team just needs to find a way to get it done. Everybody. This was, in my opinion, I'm trying to think of the worst losses we've had all year. Where does this rank for y'all? Is this the worst loss the Potters have had all year? 
Which loss was worse, the loss in Milwaukee or the loss tonight? Now, everybody, the Potters have lost four out of their last five games. Let's take a look at the offensive production tonight, or if I should say, you know, a little bit of the lack thereof when we take a look at the offensive output and the box score. Six runs tonight for the San Diego Padres off 10 hits, seven runs for the Diamondbacks off eight hits. Manaya was absolutely dealing. Majority of that was the bullpen. Grisham, another 0 for 4 night. Don't get me started on Grisham. Absolutely done with him. Jerkson Profar looks like he's slumping a little bit. I do want to get into Jake Cronenworth 100%. Jake Cronenworth, Ashley says number one loss. Tonight, says Sergio, this is the worst. Top loss, 100%. First game of the year, that could have been up there too. Everybody, where are you tuning in from as well on this fine Tuesday evening? I wouldn't say if it's too, too fine. This one really, really sucks, and I'm not feeling great about it, everybody. I want to hear what y'all have to say. But we take a look about some other players on the team tonight. Jake Cronenworth, everybody. People I see on Twitter saying Jake Cronenworth's just a streaky player. Not true. Jake Cornworth hasn't been good all year besides two and a half weeks. Right? That's kind of the situation. You know, that's kind of the situation with Jake Cronenworth so far this year. Jake Cronenworth has not been great for the San Diego Padres besides two and a half weeks this year. And he's back to being in that slumping mode again. If we take a look at Cronenworth's last seven games, I think, the last seven days, he's 0 for his last 18. Cronenworth's last, he's 0 for his last 18. And another thing I don't understand, how much longer, Bob Melvin, please, I know you don't watch, but listen to me, how much longer is Trent Grisham going to be leading off for the San Diego Padres? How much longer? Jerickson Profar has found a home at the leadoff position, an absolute home at a leadoff position. I still don't get why Jerickson Profar isn't leading off. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tweet that. I still don't get why Profar isn't leading off every day. I mean, it, it, come on. This guy has shown, believe what you want to believe in terms of superstition and whatnot. Profar has shown that he's 110% a different kind of player when he's leading off. Just put him at leadoff and call it a night. Just put him at leadoff and call it a night. Nendaya, a mod of mine, a supporter of mine, a legendary hog. Thank you so much for the donation. The $5 holla says, where's Rookie? Where's Rooker? Where's Ruiz? Where's Campy? It's BS. Campy just went deep again tonight. I just don't know how much longer Nendaya, guys. Let's get some W's for Nendaya in the chat. Thank you so much for your donations and support, guys. Guys, thank you so much for considering donating to the channel and joining the Hogwatch YouTube membership. How much longer should we give Jerks and Prof, excuse me, Trent Grisham? He doesn't do anything for the team except the occasional bunt. And now if we see Jorge Alfaro with knee inflammation, as Sky says, it could be Campisano time for this Dodgers series. We'll see. Now, with Jay Cronenworth, I think he's had some good at-bats, but it's frustrating. It's frustrating to see Jake Cronenworth go in such the right track, go in such the right area, and then he just has such a bad, he just has such a bad streak again. I mean, he had two and a half good weeks, and then it's just brutal. Brutal. By the way, guys, 
I don't know if y'all watched on the post-game show on Bally. Mark Sweeney, he blamed C.J. Abrams for not being on the second base bag earlier. Okay, somebody on Twitter posted this and not pointing out that Hosmer should have gone to first base. Mark Sweeney was a professional baseball player. The fact that he's saying that is just fucking ridiculous. Eric Hosmer's on the ground and the runner's in the way. There is no reason, no rationale, no IQ, and no logic as to why Eric Hosmer should throw to second base. I mean, come on, everybody. This is Baseball 101. It makes no sense, everybody. We got 200-plus people in the live stream. Make sure you smash the like button. Let's try and get this thing to 100 likes and consider joining the San Diego Padres Hogwatch YouTube membership. This is ridiculous that Mark Sweeney's saying that. Also, guys, consider following me on Instagram at the Hogwatch for year-round exclusive Padres content. We'll let you know when we go live after every single San Diego Padres game. I love how only one person liked this because everyone is so pissed off. It's great. It's great. SD Puller, you agree that Mark Sweeney is right? Oh my goodness. So good, everybody. We break down this. Give me odds of making the playoffs. This Padres team is going to be a postseason team. You heard it here first. 100% chance of Padres teams making the postseason. The reason I'm angry tonight is because I'm greedy. I'm greedy. I want to win the division. And for the first time in a lot of years, I can say that this Dodger team is incredibly vulnerable. It, they're incredibly vulnerable. And I really felt like tonight was a big-time night for the Padres to gain a little bit more ground in that NL West. Listen, they're a game and a half back, but my goodness, my gosh, my gracious, I want to win the West. Now, we take a look at this game tonight, and we kind of break it down into like two or three you know, buckets Here's the situation. Number one, Bob Melvin, his first true mismanagement of a baseball game tonight. That's an anomaly. You cannot hang your head about that. That's the situation. That will not be a trend. Don't worry. Bo Mello is our skipper, and he's our skipper to stay. That's okay. We should be greedy, by the way, everybody. This is an organization. This is a franchise who's been complacent. Complacent with their lack of results, everybody. Very complacent with their lack of results. And I've tried and told you guys every year, every night, this is a year where we need to have expectation. The expectations need to be higher. And we need to hold this team, this city, this organization, and last but not least, this fan base to a higher standard. Now, Bob Melvin, first issue of the night. Second issue of the night, Luis Garcia. And Bob Melvin's not a trend. Garcia, I'm a little bit more concerned about, is that going to be a trend for the San Diego Potters? Now, listen, Garcia's not going to have nights as he did like tonight that were absolutely awful. However, he is not sure, in my opinion, to be the final setup guy for the Potters. So you take a look. This was his best streak of the year where Garcia had three, excuse me, two, one, two, three innings in a row. I think it was Garcia's first time he had back-to-back -back one, two, three innings in a row all season long for the San Diego Padres. You know, you take a look. He was awful tonight. And I mentioned it on all my streams, even when he got out of jams, even when he allowed zero runs. The dude always could not get one, two, three innings, and it concerned me. And he trusted on his stuff to be able to get out of jams. But now when your stuff isn't working, when you're erratic and when you can't find the zone, that compiled the fact that you never have clean innings, it is a recipe for F-A-I-L-U-R-E, a-K-A failure.
AK failure. Make sure you guys follow me on Twitter as well at the Hogwatch. We hit 2,100 followers. Make sure you keep pounding the follow button on there as well as Instagram. Subscribe to the channel. Join the Hogwatch YouTube membership. Again, everybody, we are just getting started. I feel like I can stream so much longer. I finally got a boomstick for my microphone so I can lay back in my chair and I can actually talk in front of the mic. I don't know if you guys noticed that little change. It makes it so much easier for me to actually be able to stream longer and enjoy what I do because this is so much better and I'm having so much fun doing this tonight. Okay, that's one thing. So, so the biggest thing though, the biggest thing, two things tonight. I do want to talk about Tim Hill tonight. Yeah, Ashley, come back in the Discord, please. And Nate, come back in the Discord. Everyone who's left the Discord, come back in the Discord, y'all. Come on. Now, now, I want to talk about a particularly interesting San Diego Padre here as well, and that's Tim Hill. When you take a look at Tim Hill, I'm whatever with Tim Hill. He's actually been really great as of late. But tonight is not about Tim Hill. It's more so about the loss of Adrian Morajon and not having Drew Pomerantz. Adrian Morajon without Drew Pomerantz is the best lefty in this Padre bullpen outside of Taylor Rogers. It ain't Tim Hill. And this team needs more big-time, high-leverage lefties. That's a big thing. Tim Hill pitched where Morahone probably would have tonight. And definitely where Pomeranz would have tonight. And we remember that. And that's tough to know that we are desperately missing Morahone. We are desperately missing Drew Pomeranz. Badly. I mean, we need those guys badly right now. Again, everybody, not all hell is falling quite yet for the San Diego Padres. They are 45 and 31. They were 45 and 32 last year. They're kind of about in that same track. And this team has lost four out of their last five. This was a really depressing loss tonight for the Padres. I really thought this team was going to win. I mean, I think we all thought they were going to win. Now, on the bright side tonight, we got to talk about a few things from this offense. Nomar Mazzaro has been great for the San Diego Padres tonight. He had another two-run tater tonight, one for three. He's been great for the Padres, bottom of the order. You may have to consider calling him up. I do want to talk about Jorge Alfaro, though, which is a bit of a concern. This guy's playing like an all-star for the San Diego Padres right now. Another three RBI night, another two-hit night for the Padres backstop, who's clearly their number one guy. Hog question, do you, like, do you dislike Eric Cosmer? I don't dislike any of them as people. I dislike him as a player. Yes. Now, we're going to find out a lot in the coming hours, if not day, related to Luis Garcia and his knee inflammation. He tweaked something on a swing. It didn't look too good. Next thing you know, he's running down to first base. He has another at bat, and then he just looks like really, really stupid. And everybody, here's the situation. Divine Sports Gospel literally tweets it best. Bob Melvin is a fantastic manager. Shit happens. Big game tomorrow. Chat, this is a big game tomorrow. You may want to disagree with me. This is a very, very big game tomorrow. A huge game tomorrow. I hope they can get it done. So, Chad, I want to open up the floor now. 
you know, in this part of the stream. Does anybody have any questions for Hog? I'm here to be a resource. We talked about the San Diego Padres tonight after their brutal loss to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Again, nobody can script the way the Padres lost tonight. Subscribe to the Hog Watch, everybody. Let's get to 4,500 subscribers. It directly supports me on the channel. We are just growing. We're growing so fast on the Hog Watch, and I appreciate everybody's support of the channel. And Nendaya, thank you so much for your constant support of the channel and supporting me and going on this journey with me and helping moderate the Discord. I really appreciate everybody. And please consider joining the Hog Watch YouTube membership. Directly supports me out. And if you guys will uh, unlock access to exclusive perks and different other you know things on the membership, we have merchandise actually being printed right now. So merchandise is actually being printed right now, and I should be getting samples in two days. So that's also very exciting stuff. We take a look at our top hog, hogwash, tally board standings. I haven't updated Eric Hosmer yet, but that's another situation where Eric Hosmer is a hogwash of the night. Luis Garcia, hogwash of the night. Bob Melvin, hogwash of the night. Jorge Alfaro, top hog. Sean Manaya, top hog as well. How do you think the Dodgers series will go as well? You know, listen, Alfredo or whoever asked that, Sebastian, I honestly think the Dodgers series is going to be okay. We have Musgrove going Thursday. We have Snell going Friday, Darvish Saturday, Gore Sunday. It doesn't get as better as that. I mean, that's a big series. But I don't want to focus on the Dodgers series. Tomorrow is a big game. Tomorrow is a huge game. A huge game for the San Diego Potters. Before we talk about anything else, we need to lock in for tomorrow, strap up, and talk about this game. I mean, Mike Clevenger, Madison Bumgarner, let's get this split. And we need to go into this Dodgers series with some momentum. Some momentum, momentum, momentum. If they lose tomorrow, it's not going to be good heading into this Dodgers series at all. At all. They need this one tomorrow, chat. And I hope they get it. I, I really hope they can get it. I'm nervous for tomorrow. We take a look. It's basically a 50-50 split. Are we going to get Manny Machado back tomorrow? That's going to be a big question. I don't think so. I think he's going to play straight at third base for the Dodger game. We'll see again Mike Clevenger, Madison Bumgarner. Hopefully, Clev can go a little deeper into tomorrow's game. The Padres got to Madison Bumgarner's last start, who's been very, very good. But, man, tonight... Tonight was so, so crushing. Tonight was so, so crushing. And it was, uh, it was one where you, you really try and forget. Now I'm going to open up the Discord, anybody. If anyone wants to join the San Diego Padres Hogwatch Discord, I'll be in the Discord right now. If anyone wants to discuss, please join the Padres Hogwatch Discord. I put the link pinned on top of the chat. And if anybody ever wants to come in, I'm in there right now. If you want to call into the show, come join the Discord right now. Um, am I doing a post game tomorrow? Absolutely. Will it be right after the game? I'm not quite sure yet. It's probably going to be a Martinez-Clevenger piggyback again tomorrow as well. Again, I still can't get over this pick, everybody. I still cannot get over this pick. What is he doing? What is he doing? This is one of the worst plays, man. Peter says, Hog, 
Do you think, yeah, guys, let's open up to questions right now. Again, again, if you're new to the channel, I hope you subscribe. Join the Hogwatch for year-round Padres content. We're kind of opening up this segment just to answer all of y'all's questions on the live stream. Peter says, Hog, do you think that giving Nick a chance in the rotation because of the lack of lefties in the bullpen, or do you think that all three guys are doing too hot to make big moves like that? You talking about Nick Martinez, should we give him a chance in the rotation? Um, no, I mean, listen, I think he's kind of in the rotation still, kind of piggybacking Mike Clevenger. I think we're going to see Nick Martinez tomorrow piggyback Mike Clevenger, and I hope that's going to be enough to get the victory, Peter. But, I mean, you know, the lack of lefties in the bullpen, they're supposed to be coming back. I mean, I don't know what the situation with Drew Pomerantz is, but we should have Morahone back in, in early, mid-July. We should have Pomerantz back in August. I mean, you would hope they'd come back soon. Noosa Cafe says, do you think that we should re just rebuild for next season? Tatis is basically coming back in July or August. Manny's out. Most of our offense is either hot or cold. No, man. Are you kidding me? This team can still win a World Series. They have dominant starting pitching. They're looking fantastic. They've been in a little bit of a slump. But remember, everybody, this is a marathon. This is a 162-game season, okay? It's a long season. You're going to go through highs. You're going to go through lows. Right now, we're going through lows. And Luis asked a question saying, Hog, where's, where's uh, Robert Suarez? And that's a great question because Suarez went on the 10-day IL. It was retroactive, and I feel like it's been a lot more than 10 days since we've seen Robert Suarez go on to the IL. But he's actually got surgery, I believe, Robert Suarez, right? Suarez got surgery. I don't know how long he's going to be without uh, – I don't know how long we're going to be without him. Because Suarez went on the IL with um, right knee inflammation as well. And he recently had surgery to, quote, remove loose impediments. There's not a specific timeline. He will miss at least a couple weeks before we see him back throwing. So it could be a similar situation with, with Alfaro. You would hope not. But he was contributing. He became really, really good. He had a really tough start. But he was, you know, 3.09 ERA, 31% strikeout rate. He did have a high 14% walk rate, but he had some nice swing and miss stuff later on in the year. Yeah, he got he had neat arthroscopy, so it's probably going to be another month for Suarez. Again, everybody, the picture of the night for the San Diego Padres. Where's Kevin Cobb, says Cafe? Nah, Kevin Cobb has not been good this year in AA. He's just not been good this year, buddy. One and one, five seven zero ERA, a whip of one five two, just hasn't been good tonight, man. Just hasn't been good tonight. It's a tough one, chat. Welcome, Heels to to the San Diego Padres Hogwatch Discord. Can everybody any other questions for Hog tonight? Um, listen, guys, I, I want I want to say it one more time. I want to say it one more time, everybody. Lock in tomorrow. Everybody, listen to me right now. I'm going to make my camera bigger on me. I'm going to make my camera bigger on me if it works. This doesn't want to work. It doesn't want to work. Never mind. But I want to tell you all this. Again, everybody, lock in tomorrow. Lock in tomorrow. Let's chat. This is a huge game tomorrow. We lost an awful game tonight. Strap up. We need to lock in 
and get it done. No questions asked. This team's going to be tested. This team's going to be tested tomorrow. I do love a cheap fuck. Naked, how do I join? No, leave the stream. They need to dig deep. They need to dig deep. They have to wake up at 9 a.m. tomorrow, and they need to find a way to get it done. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Predictions for tomorrow. Will the Padres win this game? And people ask me, Hawk, are you okay with the lineup tonight? I take a look at the lineup tonight, and I say no. And I say no for one specific reason. I say no for one specific reason. And it's 110% because of Trent Grisham. There is no reason. Thank you, Grisham. Yeah, guys, make sure you go follow me on all my socials at the Hogwatch. You just put the link to my link tree. Go ahead and follow me on all my socials. You can see them right here. Nendaya, thank you so much for the plug and promoting the channel. I really appreciate you and your support of the channel with the $2 holla. Join the Discord. Nendaya, thank you so much for all your support tonight's stream, buddy. Really means a lot. And thank you for moderating and trying to help hold it down. And don't let the haters get to you, man. Keep doing you. I appreciate it. But again, it's Grish. It's Grish. It's Grish. It's Grish. By the way, everybody, Thursday night, I have an announcement to make. I have an announcement to make on Thursday night. I'll be doing my first full game play-by-play against the Dodgers with Adam Glick. We'll be broadcasting the whole game live on the Hogwatch. Who's going to be joining it? Who's going to be joining the live watch party on YouTube stream to watch the Padres-Dodgers play in game one of that four-game set? I really hope the Padres win tomorrow so it's at least more of a competitive close series in terms of standings. But yeah, we're going to be doing a full full watch party, I believe. Probably going to be Thursday. Probably going to be Thursday. How much longer do we give Grish? Two weeks ago, Ash. Two weeks ago. What happened to Pierce Johnson? He's been on the shelf. Uh, is it, I forgot. It's an elbow issue, right? With Pierce has been out for well, well over a month and a half. Remember, we need to get used to this Potters fans. Our guys always get hurt. Our, he's still not throwing. He's, he has an elbow He's probably not going to be back towards the end of the season. But again, hopefully these guys can come back when we need it most. But these are a situation where you don't want to make these guys get Tommy John. Hog, why didn't they pinch it? Manny denying the ninth. They said he would be available. Maybe he wasn't ready. I don't know yet. I honestly don't know yet, Ash. Hog, you think Snell's going to turn it around? One thing I'll tell you is that Snell loves going against the Dodgers. I'll tell you that, even though Blake Snell... Don't get me started. I'm, I'm, ve- I'm very, very done with Blake Snell this year. I mean, I'm incredibly done with Blake Snell this year. 
Sky says, I understand that they want Grish to lead off versus righties with how scarce our lineup is as he started to hit okay in the 7-8 spot. But now tonight's sealed it. If you have to play him, it has to be 8 or 9. It has to be 8 or 9. Yeah, I mean, how much longer can you have a guy, Sky, who's hitting 185, you know, lead off for the team? I mean, I, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. They got to give, they, they just got to give Profar the starting job and lead off. And I don't know how much longer they can have Grisham in center field. And I'll show it one more time. Bro, I'll be in the VC. I'm already in the VC. If anybody wants to join, uh, go, go come join the VC. This team loses games they absolutely should have won, should have record the should have record the Yankees have, but no, pathetic. I mean, everything's relative, right? I mean, everything's relative when you say that. I mean, there's a lot of games that the team shouldn't have won that they have won as well. But it's tough to know that this team has blown, you know, five games when they're up, you know, in the eighth inning. That's a really tough situation. It's brutal. It's brutal. It's brutal. But it is what it is. Last but not least, before I end the stream, I'm going to say one more thing. Let's lock in. Let's lock in tomorrow. Let's lock in tomorrow. Let's get this W. Let's get this W. Join the Padres Hogwarts YouTube membership. Follow me on my social medias. And for those things CJ Abrams did was in the wrong, learn the game of baseball. What do you think of moving Mazar up in the lineup? 100%. It's definitely time to do it. The dude's hitting 300. He went deep again tonight. He should be hitting higher than Hosmer. No doubt about it. 100% should be hitting higher than Hosmer. Don't you agree? I mean, take a look at the lineup again tonight, buddy. Mazzara should be hitting higher than Voigt and Hosmer right now. The lineup should be Profar leadoff, Cronenworth second, Alfaro third. I mean, I'd have Mazzara cleaning up right now. I'd have Voigt hitting fifth, Hosmer hitting sixth. Then I'd have Kim hitting seventh. I'd have Abrams hitting eighth, and I'd have Grisham hitting ninth. And what I'd do is I'd be able to flip it from Grisham at 9. So here's what I would have done again tonight if we look at the lineup tonight, Padres fans. I'd go Profar 1, Crone 2, Alfaro 3, Mazzara 4, Voigt 5, Hosmer 6, Kim 7, Abrams 8, Grisham 9. That's what I would do with the lineup tonight. That's what I would do with the lineup tonight. That's what would have made more sense. that simple everybody it's that simple no i get it hosmer's left-handed he goes to first i get it um all right everybody everybody here's how we're gonna end the stream tonight it's gonna be okay go show this guy some love Go show, go show Craig Madario some love on YouTube. Let's do a Hogwatch YouTube raid. Everybody, let's go to his stream and say he's going to talk Potters right now. Very good Twitter follow. 
Go go say Hogwatch YouTube stream raid for Craig. And everybody, go check out the stream. I'm about to go watch it right now. Thank you guys so much for watching. I'll see you guys in the postgame show tomorrow again. I'm going to have some more videos come out too for the trade deadline. Go ahead. Go to this guy's stream. I'll put the link in the chat. Let's all go. Hog raid, everybody. Hog raid for...